everything going on in the NFL. First up, though, some changes in Leafland as uh, some of the player personnel uh, people were were shuffled, and somebody who get a, gets a promotion out of the gig is Steve Steos, who joins us now. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing good, Mike. How are you? Very well, thank you. Congratulations. Well, thank you. What does this mean? What, what, how does your job change now? Uh, well, when I initially came in, I came in as a development advisor, basically a development coach, um, and spent a lot of time with uh, uh, with our amateur players in my first year and then um, a lot more time with the Marlies in the second year. So the job was fluid, and I moved around and uh, um, you know under the direction of Jim Hughes, and uh, now Jim's moved into the director of player evaluation role, and uh, you know I move into managing the player development uh, part of this, and uh, I'm excited to get get started. And we've uh, we have some big plans, and we realize I realize how important it is to any success of a team long term. So. We're focused on building a, a great program. It's funny if we, if we go back to when you started your career, you look at the development of hockey's personnel departments, where it used to be a GM, an assistant GM, a couple of scouts, and Bob's your uncle. And you know now uh, now the way that teams are addressing this, for instance, how many people are in your department specifically now? Well, we've just just brought along uh, Scott Pellerin mm-hmm. um, as an assistant manager to me, and uh, development and triple duties between the Leafs the Marlies and, uh, and our amateur players, Brian Marshall, who's our strength, strength and conditioning coach with the Marlies. So when they're on the road, I'll get him out to see some of our prospects as well. So it's a real team effort and it sure has changed a lot from when I broke into the league and, uh, you'd get your letter for training camp about two weeks before. (laughs) And now that was pretty much all the contact you had with your NHL team at that point. So what's the biggest difference now? I mean, how, seriously, how much of a difference is there between what an organization is able to do with prospects uh, when you broke into the league and, and, and now that you're on the other end of things? Well, we've learned so much as far as development, uh, strength and conditioning, nutrition, uh, skill development, and uh, we're, we're trying to implement, we're trying to get all our resources. We have great people within our organization. We want to utilize them properly and efficiently to get out to uh, some of our, our, our players. And uh, we know that it's a fast game and it's a young young man's game. And uh, the, the sooner that we can move them along and have them understand what we believe it's going to take for them to become a Maple Leaf. And each one of our players is important and each one of them is different. So, um, you know, we, we, we sit and we strategize and uh, we take the time to um, you know, find the, the players' strengths and weaknesses, get to know them. There's an ele- element of a relationship as well and trust, and uh, there's, there's a lot of different facets to, to the program and what we want to accomplish. And that's changed over the years when you know, the pro teams didn't concern themselves with the players until they're pretty much under their, their umbrella. And we feel that we can make a difference with these players as they grow and in their prime learning years and we've had great feedback from junior coaches, and uh, I was just over in Sweden, and they, they love the feedback and they love the relationship. And bottom line is, we're we're all trying to make our players better and uh, have a have a chance to be successful as a Toronto Maple Leaf. 
Steve Stales is joining us, the Elise Manager of Player Development, uh, newly appointed. When, when Brendan Shanahan came over here, Brendan came through a lot of organizations, but one of them was Detroit, and we keep hearing about the Red Wing way. And we saw the benefits when they went through their injury problems last year, and half of Grand Rapids came up, and they were still being successful because they were all adhering to the same system. When, when you've got this many good hockey minds in an organization, a lot of guys coming at it from different angles. How difficult is it to get everybody on the same page? A lot of discussion. Yeah. I mean, we, we've just spent uh, basically two days, and we'll spend all day tomorrow together as a staff and implement the plan. And uh, we like to challenge each other. Um, you know, we have smart people who have great experience in different areas, and we're all open to discussion. And bottom line is we're trying to make, we're trying to do the best things for our players. So as far as getting all these ideas, Hoagie, together, it's a lot of work, but we, we, we want to find something that we feel is sustainable, something that we can implement to our players, be consistent with throughout our organization, and give them an understanding of what it'll take to become a Maple Leaf. You came over from, you were with the Kings when they won their first cup, and, and it, it's not only talent that wins, you need those intangibles as well. What was the biggest intangible that winning organization had that maybe you can help implement to, uh, to some of the kids in the organization? I, I have to correct you, I wasn't with the Kings. Oh, I thought you were. Uh, Scott Pellerin was, uh, you might be okay. thinking of Scott. Scott, he was, he was with the Kings, okay, my he bad. He was with Manchester, yeah, no problem. It was, he was with Manchester. And uh, what intrigued me about Scott, amongst among, among a lot of things, was uh, he's got great experience, but he worked in a development program that was organized and structured and has seen some success. And, you know, you see the winning cup-winning teams, uh, speaking to L.A. or any of them, at some point in that season and in that playoff run, a young player has to play a significant role and a significant time for that team. And we want to make sure that we have – uh, a, a number of players that can step in and fill those roles when we need them to. Who do you like? Of the guys that you've been able to take a look at, who are you most excited about that's not on the current uh, big club? Well, just from a sheer skill aspect, William Nylander, I was just in Sweden and yeah. spent a few days over with him. And, uh, you know, he's, he's playing center ice position where he was on the wing last year and for the most part. And uh, when he gets the puck in the middle of the ice, uh, he makes things happen. Actually, when he gets the puck pretty much anywhere, he makes things happen. He has great uh, ability. It changes speed with his skating. Um, he's elusive. Um, he has good strength for a young man and great hockey sense. And now it's our responsibility to um, make sure that he looks after the other parts of the games that are going to make him successful. Uh, I'm excited about uh, a, n- a number of our players. Dominic Toninato at Minnesota Duluth got off to a great start, has nine goals. Uh, we have a couple freshmen in, uh, at BU in Maine and J.J. Pickenish and Nolan Vesey, and these are all players that, you know, uh, you're excited to work with. You, you, you see their potential, and um, we're just going to try and map out the best plan for them uh, and move them along. Frederick Gauthier may have a chance here to play for Canada for the World Juniors. Renat Valiev, who's out in Kootenai, um, is with the Russian junior team and uh, will be at the World Championships, we hope. And uh, William Nylander, again, will be there as well. So we have a lot to look forward to, and I'm excited about uh, spending some time with these players and helping them along. When you deal with kids this age, 
Um, you know, I know when I was that age, I knew everything about everything. Just ask me. <laughs> when you're dealing with kids that age, a lot of them are, are pretty confident. We hear that about Nylander. He's got the skills. He's got the confidence. And I'm not specifically talking about Nylander here, but, but when kids are confident, how difficult is it to get them to learn? Well, that, every, every player is different. I, I don't mind the confidence. We want to fuel that confidence sure. um, for them. I think what you're alluding to is today's player and how they're a little bit different. And, well, we, we all thought when we were teenagers we knew everything as well. Sure. I think the, developing a relationship and trust with them, a consistent message with our players, um, them knowing that we're there to help them. You know, some players are, are you know, will get things a little bit quicker. Others, it takes a little bit more time. We want to be patient. We want to give them an environment to, to grow and to learn in and be a support system as well. So, um, you know, every, every one of them is a little bit different. Today's uh, uh, player is a little bit different at this age. I'm in constant contact with them, not over phone calls anymore. Uh, you know, it's, it's emails and sending them video clips to their iPhones and their iPads. And, uh, so we, I understand that that's the way of the world now for our young people, and uh, I want to make sure I'm up to date to be able to, to get to them in that way. Steve, I appreciate you taking the time. Congratulations again. And since I already gave you Pellerin's ring, just go take it from him and say it's okay with me. <laughs> I'll be on that tomorrow morning. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. All right, Mike. Steve Stales joining us. The elite.